0: So, to remind you, yesterday we were speaking about the uh, uh kaas, anger in relation to Hashkacha and uh and it obviously is directly related as we as we did mention yesterday, but let me remind you, we spoke about um, us getting angry over things that there was no one to blame for, and no one apparently to blame for, and there were things when we get angry because the people did certain actions. And we were concentrating on the first example. So if there's no one to blame, it's just something that happens. So if we get angry, we're angry with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I said, well, why, why should you be angry with HaKadosh Baruch Hu? So if you have understood and you believe through Hashgacha that everything is in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, now you have to think about it. If something has happened to us and God is the the direct cause, then is it because God loves us or because God hates us? It's clear that God who created man loves man. Ahava... Shehil a love which is beyond our comprehension. Ahava kal ha'adam So when I said God has done what he's done out of love, if this is an act out of love, then it's an act of goodness to a man. And even though it's quite possible, as we we know, that we have no idea what the good is. Why this is good for me? But we have to try. And believe and have faith that our Kodesh Baruch Hu wants the best for us, even when what appears to the human eye doesn't seem to be the best. Fast. So let me let me first of all summarize what we said so far. Says the Machaber. The God is running the world. The God loves us. And in truth, only God knows what's really good for me. And therefore, if he's brought something upon me, and therefore, it would appear that um, the, the God knows what he's doing. Uh, it's a very important phrase that God knows what he's doing I had this discussion once with a member of my family many years ago it was back in at the beginning of the millennia at the beginning of the millennia around about 2002 we're around about then when there was um, when there was a lot of uh, terror big terror right buses blowing up and and uh, a member of the family phoned to speak to my wife, and I picked up the phone, and uh, I said, How are you? And they said, Baruch Hashem, I called tov, everything's good. And so I was uh, not so happy with the situation. I said, What do you mean I called tov? You are know, burying people left, right, and center every day. Why is I called tov? And then he threw out the sentence to me, "Kol Masha Baruch Tova, that everything God does is for the good. So then I challenged him, uh, not in a, in uh in a heretical manner, but I challenged him. I I I said I don't understand that statement in the same way as you. And I tried to prove it to him. I said, you know, when a person dies, we have a, a mitzvah to make a bracha. And the bracha that we say is not Sheikh Yanu, Team Manuhigianu Lasmanaza. We don't even say Sheikh in the nine days. We say, Baruch Dayan Haimet. when a person dies, we say, Baruch Dayan HaEmet. So I said to him, according to your shita, if everything is P'shutok it is it's good in my eyes, then I, should, I shouldn't I be saying Dayan HaEmet, I'll be saying Sheikh when someone dies. And then I gave him my my suggestion. I can't remember whether he accepted or didn't accept it. When we say the command David, Rachman, and the Tava Avid, everything that God does is for the good, what we're saying is that god knows what he's doing we're not saying i believe that i i see the good on the contrary if um if, if there is tragedy in front of me if there is disaster and devastation in front of me and i start saying I know, i'm not a human being a human being is expected to be a human being and a human being is expected to act as a human being and therefore when uh, a close relative dies. We sit shiver. And we tear our clothes. And we say kaddish. And we mitabel. Because, because as human beings we're expected to be sad. Because we're not God. Exactly because we're not God. With regards to emunah. So I believe that God is doing good. I don't understand the good. I cannot explain why it's good. But my statement of faith is that God knows what he's doing i don't know what he's doing i don't understand what he's doing but god knows what he's doing and i trust and have faith in god that that interpretation resonates with me uh, much better and i think it fits in with Chazal, who say kashem varchim ala ra'a, varchim ala that we bless over the bad and the good We're, we we are expected to identify bad as bad because in human eyes it's bad if we start laughing and and celebrating after every terrible event, uh, people look at us uh, as we, if we've lost our minds. Uh, and therefore here, what, what we're saying is that, that uh, God is in control. God knows what he's doing. And I trust that God knows more than I know. And therefore, I I'm I, I shouldn't be angry. Sometimes uh, the Yeshara... The Grinds away at us, and it 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 pushes thoughts into our mind that say, Hey, this is a very interesting statement here. You know, the 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 way we we um, phrase questions, uh, the way we phrase answers, the way we phrase anything is is very important because of this. Um, Increase in in uh, communication, I think it has almost by definition uh, triggered a a lack of of consideration of how we say what we say and actually what we say, uh, which I think is um, is a problem. So, for example, and obviously I'm going to touch on it, though I have absolutely no answers, as you know. Um, Someone says that they make this definitive statement, God was not involved in the Holocaust. He wasn't there. If he was there, how could have these things happened? Now, obviously, if God wasn't there, the world would have ceased to exist de facto. The whole world would have exploded, would have just ceased to exist. The, the sun would have burnt the world. They, whatever, the world can't exist without God, and therefore God was there. Now, we also actually don't know whether God intervened or didn't intervene in the Holocaust, because we only know what happened. We don't know what was meant to happen. There are, without God forbid, God forbid in any way belittling, there are many events of the Holocaust that were miraculous, and had they not happened, uh, it could have been even worse. Meaning, had Dunkirk not occurred, had the almost 400,000 British troops not been able to escape from France in 1940 and had Germany captured those 400,000 British troops, England would have had to surrender. Had England surrendered, remember this is almost uh, a year and three months before America entered the war. Had England surrendered, it would have been the end of the war. God knows what what would have happened to the Jews had it not been for Dunkirk. Why was it (coughs) that Hitler, having said on numerous occasions in the 1930s that to fight a war on two fronts was, uh, <coughs> was uh, <coughs> suicidal. So why did he declare war on America after Pearl Harbor in 1941? America never, ever declared war on Germany. There are certain factors <coughs> that took place in the, uh, in the Second World War that speeded up the end of the Second World War and stopped certain things happening. So my question should be, and it is a legitimate question. It's a legitimate question that has no answer. But my question should be, if I am going to ask the question, is why didn't God do what I would have wanted Him to do in the Second World War, which is what, uh, which is why didn't He have Hitler Hitler die when he he did the putsch in nineteen twenty three, and the person standing next to him was 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 shot dead, or in the attempted um, assassination attempt in nineteen thirty nine, when when the uh, the place where Hitler was speaking was blown to pieces twenty minutes after he left the room. There, there were numerous occasions, or, or the July twentieth, nineteen forty-four. Why, why didn't these? Why didn't it happen the way I wanted it to happen? That's a legitimate question. It's also a very presumptuous question because the the roots of that question is why didn't God do it the way I think it should have been done. And who in heaven's name am I that I am offering my opinion to HaKadosh Baruch Hu Melech of how things should be done? But it is a different semantic in the question, you understand, as, a pers- as opposed to just throwing out where it was God in the Holocaust, which is a very general question. The question more is, is uh, why didn't it happen the way I think it should have happened, which is then, once you said in that, it's very, very presumptuous. We don't have answers. We, we don't have answers. This period of time in human history is the most horrendous uh, from time immemorial and hopefully will never be repeated in any way again uh it, it, it goes beyond any kind of genocide that has ever happened before because this was genocide through factory this was dismantling of human beings which has never ever done before let no one in university suggests that not in armenia and, and and not in the ukraine and whatever terrible things happen in the world and there are many terrible things happen nothing nothing is And this isn't jewish paranoia nothing is comparable to the holocaust so we don't have answers so we're angry with God about that. And we have to. Here we we are we are forced to to uh, go back into our own emunah and say, so well, God knows what He's doing. I don't know what He's doing, but I have faith in my God. You know, I have faith in my God, uh, and therefore it's uh, we we have to move aside and um, and accept that. Sorry, I had to divert there because I, I imagine. That uh, this is coming up in the back of your minds as we're speaking about this subject. If a person has internalized these things, call me Kreshi, Kreb then anything that happens. Rashid, of course, and you don't get angry. It was meant to be. There's, if you get angry, it's as if you are not accepting the reality in front of you. This shouldn't be, this couldn't be. How could this have happened? If you have him. It should be it was and it happened. But more than that, you are happy. Now this is also a very, very yeah, I'm sorry to be stopping here a lot, these are big, big issues. Um you know, in a few weeks time, not so long now as we, we we're not so far from from Rosh Hashanah, right? It's Chodesh Av, Chodesh Tov, and the uh, Otiot Av is Elul Ba, the Elul is around the corner, we're just four weeks away from Slichot, if we have the minhag of and we're just eight weeks away from Rosh Hashanah, and um, just before Rosh Hashanah we read the Pasha of Ki Tavo. Ki Tavo, is the second Pasha in the Torah, the first is Bechukotai, where there is a tochacha, where there is a rebuke. And uh, we are uh, all the things, the terrible things that are going to happen to us if we don't keep the bridge are listed in Parashat Kitavo. And then towards the end, the Passover says, "Tachat Ashelo Avadata Et Hashem This is all happening to you because you did not serve God with happiness. And what does that mean? Meaning, when I shot my lulav, I didn't smile. And when I when I put my tallis around my head, I didn't smile. Or when I put my tefillin on, I wasn't jumping up and down like a bread sliver, and because of that all these devastating things are going to happen to me. So we have to understand against semantics. When, when the Torah talks about simcha, it's not talking about American or English humor and laughing and smiling, that, that's not simcha. Uh, a person can look pretty plain on the outside and be very, very happy on the inside and vice versa. A person can be very happy on the outside and, and really be very miserable and very upset. I, I don't need to tell you, but I'll give you an example. Um, there was a famous, famous actor in America, one of the funniest people coming out of America, and that's coming from me, uh, Robin Williams, uh, who, who was a very famous actor and a very funny actor. And he, a few years ago, he just committed suicide. This man was hysterical in in every show that he was interviewed, in every film he was in. I I saw every film that he was in. This man was absolutely hysterical, a very, very funny man. But he was a manic depressive and killed himself in in the most uh, obscure way. He killed himself. It wasn't just uh, it wasn't span v'gaman. No, he he you was know, he killed himself. So that's not simcha. So what is simcha? Simcha is is ladies. This is so important. Simcha is mashul pnimit. It's something inside. It's a contentness, uh, 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 a fulfillment inside of yourself. A a peace of mind. That's the phrase. Peace of mind that a person. Is Raguha Mibifnim? He's he's not Koes Pachuts, he's not Koes mibifnim, he's Raguha mibifnim, he is he is happy within. And now understand the Pasuk. The Pasuk says that all of these things happened to Am Israel. Why? Asher Avadata et Hashem besimcha because you didn't have this inner happiness. What is this inner happiness? Now, according to the Bilvavi, and maybe he's going to say, I'm learning this with you. I don't remember it all off by heart and I haven't done it all off by heart. He said, if you don't have, if you don't Oved Hashem basimcha, there's a fundamental problem here. It's not about laughing when you wave your lulav. It, it's about belief in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Someone who really believes in HaKadosh Baruch Hu will always be Sameach. They won't ever be angry because whatever happens to them will be, okay, that's what God wants. And, and they will be accepting of it. They Again, remember frustration and anger, disappointment, negative emotion cannot happen if you feel things are really out of your hands. I know that's an extreme statement. We do get upset when things <coughs> are not in our hands, um, but we don't get as upset. I, I had this surreal feeling on many occasions during corona because in corona things were so blatantly and obviously out of our hands. Mm-hmm. I got less frustrated and angry about it because it wasn't my fault. It, it wasn't because of me. It wasn't something that I could have done better. It just wasn't in my hands. I had nothing to do with this virus. I had nothing to do with a uh, uh, Chinese research laboratory. I had nothing to do with spreading it. It just had nothing to do with me. Uh, and and whatever I could or could not do was was... Instructed to me by higher authorities and the highest of authorities, and therefore my frustration and it was hard. Yeah, it was hard. And uh, but but the emotional problems didn't exist. The emotional problem exists generally when I feel that I can do something about it. it so you can't be angry with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and, and if you are, as Tachat Lo Abadet Hashem so you could be doing all of the mitzvot. Says the, says the Torah, you could be doing everything. Abadet Hashem means you don't really believe in God. If you don't really believe in God, so what? What, it's what were you doing anyway? It's really just a, a superficial expression. So, if you if you manage to internalize this in your heart, call me First of all, you don't get angry, but or that's what it reminded me of that of that piece. suram uh, mi because it, that, that simply comes from the case that, that God God is the one who is in control when we understand this with all of our heart then we understand there's no room for anger. Only for happiness. So he says he says exactly what we've just said, right? That if if we have this anger in our heart and we're not happy internally, we our belief isn't where it should be. Zo This is the work of a human being. La hafnim et hadvarim b'li tev to internalize these things in his heart. Well, reshit aday hid bonanut First of all, by uh, by thinking about things very carefully. Veshinit aday diburim and, and by going over things verbally, I know that you did this, God. I know that you love me. I know that there's good in this. And uh, again, even if, and, and, and we're, we're not expected to, to be superhuman. There is a sugya um, involving uh, Yaakov Avinu. Uh, and the Sukh involving Yaakov Avinu is uh, the beginning of Aishlach. He's about to meet Esav. And the Pasuk says, Yaakov That Yaakov was very fearful and uh, <coughs> he was scared. And uh, many of the Mephashim ask a question. You have a look over there. They ask a question and the question is a very clear question. How could that be? Yaakov was promised by Kodesh Baruch Hu, da, A, B, C, D, E, so what was he scared about? He had a havtacha from a Baruch Hu. He had a promise from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So Rashi says, "Ana Rashi says, "Shema yigrom achid," because he was worried. Even though he had a promise from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, uh, maybe he'd sinned in between. The Abba Benel asks on this Rashi. He said, "But between the havtacha, between the promise of Hakadosh Baruch Hu and this fear, where nothing could have happened, and we're not aware that anything happened. so why would he be worried, Shema yigrom achid?" So the Abba answers something. I think it's it's absolutely outstanding. The the and on that passage, it says, tells us that Yaakov is a human being. He tells us, that the passage tells us that, that, that Yaakov is a human being and he was naturally scared. He was scared. And even though he was scared, he carried on doing what he was commanded to do. Think about what the Ababa Nele was saying. He so said, the Pasuk doesn't show a, a lack of belief. The, the Pasuk is identifying Yaakov as a human being, so he was scared. And then showing us that even though he was scared as a human being, because HaKadosh Bar, promised him he did it anyway. If he wasn't scared as a human being, says the Ababa Nele, then the fact that he did it just means he's a lunatic. It's like someone standing in the middle of a highway. When cars are going past saying, God save me, God save me, God save me, he locked the guy up, put him away. But he said, no, the, the, the Pasuk is identifying the fact that Yaakov as a human being was scared. But he still did it because he believed in Hakadosh Baruch Meaning, we, we have to remain with our, our human reactions. God forbid, God forbid. You know, I was once in a, a long, long time ago when I was in Kolel. Uh, in a terrible, terrible tragedy where a, a baby died, a cot death, and uh, the the, the in it was sitting shiva with his wife, and um, and I I was visiting the shiva, and uh, Rav Amital was a rosh shiva. Is that Was his site just uh, Sunday? What's it Shabbat Sunday? And uh, and and some, you know, very from guy walked in and he 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 kind of said he kind of looked at the the father, and said it's for the best. And I believe if I remember correctly Ravamital told him to leave the Shiva house. He said, Get out of this get out of here. He doesn't need to hear this from you now. No one argues that God doesn't know what he's doing and that ultimately everything is good. But a father who's sitting shiva over his son, this is what you walk in and say, we're human beings, we have to be human beings. So to throw out cliches, it's very easy to throw out cliches. We do it all the time as teachers, right? The real test of character and belief is, is the reality, is, is living it. And, and so, we, we acknowledge God is Melech Machem, Lachim Baruch God rules the world, He runs the world, He controls the world, whatever God does is good. That does not mean that David Milston, a regular or, or slightly lower than regular human being, um, understands. And I'm allowed to cry, and I'm allowed to say Baruch Dayan HaEmet, I don't have to jump up and down and say Sheikh and komad, komad avid, avid, everything God does is for the best means that he's in control and ultimately it's for the best it does not mean that I have to celebrate at this moment and have a Lachai and we're not doing that right we've, we've got nine days here and we're, we're not doing that we've moved into Avelos and we are slowly progressing into more and more intense Avelos we're, we're more or less in a period now of Shloshim as Rav Salavejik says we're in more or less in a period of Shloshim now where, where not only are we not shaving or not doing weddings and not listening to music but we're also not really washing properly we're washing if we're dirty but we're not washing out of luxury we're not swimming we're not doing what most people would normally do in the summer uh, we're not wearing freshly laundered clothes we all spent the last few days like putting on clothes to make sure that that none of our clothes were were, were freshly laundered. Uh, we're not celebrating, even though if God destroyed the Beit Mikdash and God does everything for good, then it was for good. So, but we're not holding a Chag this week, and uh, Tisha B'Av is called a Moed of what it's going to be in the future, uh, but, but it, we're not celebrating this week. On the contrary, uh, this is a unique period in the, in the Jewish year, and we don't say Shechana exactly because this isn't a good time. This isn't a time to say shechianu. It's a time to say baruch tayn hayyeh. So a human being is meant to be a human being. He's meant to accept the reality for what it is as a human being, but at the same time to uh, to to believe that Hakadosh Baruch Hu knows what He's doing. However advanced we are, ladies, however much you know or you think you know, it it is absolutely nothing compared to Hakurish Baruch Hu. Uh, It's Needless to say, but, but nevertheless needs to say. Have a great day. As I said yesterday, I, I moved Be'ezrat Hashem this evening to, to a week in South Africa. And uh, I will try and post Shiorim. I will try and post, carry on with the book. I'll take the book with me. Um, but uh, uh, I'll do my best, uh, depending on the situation over there and where there's klita, And where there isn't klita, uh Be'ezrat Hashem. We'll speak tomorrow.